Welcome to track number 10 of Others. Now I want to give you the four dimensions of self-preservation. Turn with me to Matthew 25. When somebody is involved in preserving himself, are you there? For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. You know that story. To one he gave five talents. Another two, one. Verse 16. He that had received five talents went and traded. Verse 18. He that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid or preserved his Lord's money. I'm talking about the four or five dimensions of self-preservation. There are things behind any self-preserving person. When you are trying to conserve yourself, protect yourself, keep yourself, you understand? There are things behind it. Are you listening to me? That, that really add up to make you a self-preserving person. You understand? Because this, I'm not talking about self-promotion. I'm talking about the, the dimensions of self-preservation. Amen. Now, then he that had received as 24, one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. Okay? And I was afraid, and I went and I hid myself. And lo, there is that thou hast is thine. And his Lord answered and said, Wicked and slothful servant. Alright? Thou knewest that I reap where I have not sown, and gather where I have not strawed. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchanges, and at my coming I should have received my own. Take therefore the talent from him, and give it unto him which has ten talents. For every one that hath shall be given, and he that sh- and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen. Are you there? We've just got a few minutes to close, so please try to be awake. Are you listening? The man who hid his talents and was not able to release it had different things working in him. You understand? Number one, he felt he was being cheated. People who keep themselves have as one of the dimensions of self-preservation a sense of being cheated all the time. They sense and feel that somebody wants to cheat them. You understand? Somebody's going to benefit when he shouldn't benefit. You understand? So that's why you wouldn't want to work for the Lord. Because it's like monkey they work baboon chop. When I work, when I work, are you listening to me? When I work, I'm just making him greater. I'm just making him more famous. So I don't want him to be more famous. He's too full of himself. So I'm not going to work. You understand? Yeah. So, you feel, why should I come and practice? Why should I do this? Why should I do that? Why should I give? 
people don't give they keep their money because they feel huh that they are being cheated so why should i give i won't give because i look at the bishop he was preaching that i said he has money they said that why should i give whatever my 20 pounds that i have all those things keep you and it's like i said self-preservation is the greatest barrier and shield that keeps you in the cocoon of barrenness yeah because as long as you try to keep yourself and protect yourself from being hurt or losing anything you never become fruitful that's the greatest cocoon it's a metal cocoon that keeps you within the cocoon and you never do well and when i ask you will you kindly give some money to the church and so on you just say glory be to god glory be to god you guys are doing a good job glory be to god glory be to god keep it up keep it up glory be to god but you never give i said you never give you never give and you just keep on telling us glory be to god you guys are doing a great job and it is rooted you see these dimensions are the legs of self-preservation it's rooted in the feeling that somebody is cheating you look even if somebody is cheating you god is the ultimate judge he will judge everything and the person who thinks he has cheated you he will amount to nothing i've seen people fighting over wills fighting over property before my father died he told me he said he said to me he was talking about the will his father's will he said i know that there's something wrong with this will but leave it he said my father appeared to me in a vision and told me in a dream and told me i shouldn't fight it but they have changed it that's not my will he doesn't get you anywhere in the will somebody was predicted said that he shall be born the will was written i think 1939 the person was born in 1941 he said that this person shall be born and he shall be called this and that how can you write a will that somebody will be born like philippa will give birth in the year 2008 and that and the, and the child will be called this and that <laughs> yeah. by a woman who is almost menopausal But it doesn't lead anywhere. I've watched them as they fought and fought and fought and fought. I haven't seen anybody prospering from it. I haven't seen anybody prospering from it. If you think somebody is cheating, leave him. Bible says you should rather allow them to cheat you. It's in the Bible. They slap your face, turn the cheek. But one Christian says if they cut, slap your face, cut his hand. <laughs> The legs of self-preservation are rooted in the thoughts that somebody is benefiting from something. You think I am benefiting from you? Don't worry. Don't. You can never make me rich. You can never bless me. It's God who blesses. Yeah. It's God who blesses. It's God who looks after. Amen. Are you there? Okay. Number two, the second 
dimension or leg. You can call it the legs of self-preservation. I think I prefer legs. But that's what it stands on. It's fear. Yeah. yeah, fear. He said, and I was afraid. I was afraid. That's why I didn't go to South America again. Yeah. I thought Bishop was just becoming fair. He's sitting in, in Ghana, first of all, writing on his website that he has got a church in Bolivia. And I'm the one suffering in Ecuador. I should go there. And he's just writing to his website and people are giving him fans in Ghana. Monkey, they work, babu, they chop. You are thinking like an idiot, a fool, with capital F. Now you are afraid of going. Therefore, you hide yourself. Self-preservation is rooted in... These are the roots of self-preservation, if you like. We've changed the title again to roots. These are the roots of self-preservation. Roots. Five roots or six roots. Before you realize there are seven. (laughs) Roots of self-preservation. Fear. There's a lot of fear in the church. I don't fear you. I want you to know that I don't fear you. I was afraid and I went and preserved my talent or preserved myself. Okay. Now he answered unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. The next root of this thing is wickedness. When you know something that can help someone and you don't tell him, are you not wicked? Huh? Yeah. I don't know if you've experienced it before. You are going on a road. When you go to the end of the road, they block the road and you can't go. And people meet you on the way and they don't tell you they blocked that end there. You can't go. You don't have it in London, you see. Nobody bothers to tell. They let you go and experience exactly the same thing. Wickedness. Wickedness. Huh? I told you some stories in Australia. What was it? What the? Uncle Tom and the drowning girl. Uncle Tom was walking by the river and uh, he was wearing his beautiful suit and um, Uncle Tom is a very decent man. He has a nice wife. His wife's called Alicia and uh, they go to this nice church, charismatic church down the road. Very decent. One is part of the finance committee, the moral committee, the marriage committee and all the other committees. <laughs> Integrity committee. <laughs> So he was working, one day he was going to work. He worked at HSBC, one of his banks. And he was going to work. And then he saw uh, Alicia. Uh, not Alicia. He saw somebody in a river. You know where he worked? There's this river, nice, beautiful, with pavements and trees and whatever, like Geneva Lake. And he saw a, a girl screaming. She would go down. She was drowning. Help me. Uncle Tom's a very good swimmer. He went to a school where the, he was even the swimming, uh, not the swimming champion, but he was in the swimming team and he swam in the school. You get it? Are you there? I'm telling you a story of Uncle Tom and the drowning girl. <laughs> and 
The girl started, ah! And he was wearing his beautiful charcoal gray suit. Silk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from wherever. You know where he got it from. <laughs> and the girl said, then he looked and he stopped. And he looked. And he looked at his watch. And he looked at his briefcase. And he looked at his beautiful suit and so on. And he said, and the girl said, ah, I'm done. Uncle Tom looked and said, No. He's late and he's busy. So he just went on, this briefcase like that. And then he went on. He got to the office. When he got to the office, secretary greeted him. Good morning, sir. Morning, how are you all? God bless you. And uh, it was a very Christian, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Uncle. Yeah. Very, he's, very, he's, very, he's very particular about accounting, finance, no, no deals, nothing. So they have normal morning devotion because Uncle Tom is that type who will let you know that he's a believer. Time for morning devotion. He sat down with his beautiful tie. And so on. He sat down. And, Good morning, let's pray. Pray Father, we pray for your blessing today. God, move. Speak to us. Give us wisdom for financial improvement and expansion and new, di- <laughs> new dimensions of economic advancement of your church. Through Christ our Lord we pray. He who died in the grave and rose up after three days. In his name we pray. Amen. Okay. Who is doing the quiet time this morning? Then the other one brought it up. Finish. Prayed. Staff meeting. And then he continued. Very decent. That was on Friday. On uh, Saturday, they had a small breakfast, men's breakfast. He's part of it. Sunday, he sat in the front in church and everything. Everybody admires Uncle Tom, isn't it? He's a great guy. He's very sharp, very decent. He's been married for uh, 23 years. He's got one wife, no affairs, no bad things. He's a great person. Is that not so? Huh? Uncle Tom and the drowning girl. What bad thing has Uncle Tom done? Has he killed somebody? Has he done anything evil? All he's done is what? Nothing. Nothing. He kept himself. He preserved himself. And the girl died. And so God looks at a person who preserved himself. That wicked, wicked man. What did he do? Just keeping the talent you say is wicked. Has he killed somebody? Has he murdered somebody? Has he stolen somebody's money? No. That preserving of that talent and that ability that God has given you and the thousands of camps and thousands of messages that you hear that you keep to yourself and you don't go out and tell the others. God will one day look at you and say, you are a wicked man. But on this earth, people will be praising, sir. Bless you. <laughs> Glory be to God. <laughs> Uncle Tom. Oh, Uncle Tom, you're doing a good job. Thank God. I, mean, we, 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 I wish we had more members like you who, who pays his tithes through the bank. Directly. You pay the tithes through the direct debit. You know, direct debit to the bank. I mean, every, every month we get our tithe, $1,200, because your salary is $12,000. Huh? What do you think? Uncle Tom and the drowning girl. And what has happened to Uncle Tom? He's wicked as far as God sees. So when you preserve yourself in that way, 
God sees you as wicked. And that's why it is one of the dimensions that actually you are a wicked person. Actually, you, are, you have wickedness in you. Yeah. Stand to your feet, please. How many roots do you have? Four. Slothful servant. Slothfulness, laziness. Phlegmatics are commonly associated with this root. Slothfulness. Amen. You want to open the door? Okay, open it. <laughs> what? It's getting warm. <laughs> What's the other story? Uncle Joe and the Benny House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know the story of Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe was a nice man. He was married. He had four children, isn't it? Abby had four children, isn't it? Uncle Joe had four children. And one day, there was a fire in his house. Are you listening to this story? There was a fire in the house. And in the confusion, the big house, in the middle of the night, they woke up. Uncle Joe was just wearing his pajamas ran out of the house. The wife came and they managed to, by the time they got out of the house, the house was burning all over and they just managed to, to come out of the house. So when they got out, they said, where are where's the children? Here is uh, uh, Francis. That's uh, John. That's uh, Sarah. And then, where is uh, Justina. So, she's in there. And then the wife said, let's go and get her. And Uncle John said, no, it's okay, we have three. We have three. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. The father, huh? I'm telling you a story. Uncle John said, it's okay, we have three. <laughs> we have three, it's alright. Just, it's, it's enough. Am I going, we are going to risk our life. We have three. It's okay. Take, take the three. I mean, let's. Yeah. Because they realized that she was, Justina was in there. We said, oh, no, no, it's okay. Take three. We've got, we've got three. So it's enough. If you were the daughter, a little Justina, wouldn't you be so, daddy will come for me. Daddy will come for me. Daddy will come for me. Daddy will by all means come. Daddy will come. Huh? Huh? But daddy never came. Daddy never came. They went to church on Sunday. Everybody was to Uncle John so sorry about everything that happened. Your house and your daughter. So they found her ashes in the room. She's died from smoke inhalation and burns, severe burns. And I said, Don't worry, it is well. well. God God has taken, God has given, God has taken. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, uh, <laughs> to dust that out and to, and to dust thou shalt return. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. This well. 
We have three. Leave it. It's okay. There are others. There's another. There was one more. There was somebody driving down in the river. You didn't go. Somebody in the house, burning house. You didn't go. Uncle John in the burning house. We have three. Is it not okay? We have, we have 20 branches, isn't it? We are okay, oh? We have 30 branches. Okay, leave the rest. There are others. This whole camp is about others. It's about killing the selfishness that we are born with. That we may rise and do well. Rise and improve. Rise and rise and rise. That we will allow God for a, cha- a chance, a change, to take over and make us what he wants us to be. If it's great or small, he should make it. I said if it's great or small, he should make it and do it. What was the last story? Uncle Sam. What, what was wrong with the patient? Do you, you know? Okay. They called him Uncle Sam. Dr. Sam or Uncle Sam. They called him to come in the, in the middle of the night. And when they called him, he was with his wife and said, look, such and such a patient has come, the patient is dying, and so on. And when they called him, he said, look, I'm tired. This whatever, whatever. He was running his hospital. So the patient was there. In labor. Baby was trying to come out. The woman had been brought from Nkoko to Suhum Hospital. Ah! Ah! The baby's head has turned like this. Everything, nothing is coming up. Laboring, laboring, laboring. He said, I can't. I'm tired with my wife. And he turned to his wife and said, Sweetheart, he kissed her, told her, I love you, baby. I love you. You are my sweetheart. I'm always faithful to you. I love 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 you. So when he went to the ward in the morning, he said, oh yeah, we had one mortality last night. One, one uh, patient died. She came at uh, midnight. and She died by the morning. She's the wife of uh, whatever. They were married 10 months ago. Married. Oh, it's a pity. So uh, just do the postmodern so cause of death, uh, obstructed labor. Just put it aside. He went to church. Uncle Sam went to church. He remember a full gospel. He preaches there on Saturdays. On Saturday, he was there. And when they saw Uncle Sam, God bless you. Oh, Uncle Sam, this is Uncle Sam's seat. Uncle Sam, the faithful donor and contributor to full gospel businessmen. And he's, he's a very kind person. In fact, especially his family, his wife, and everybody loves him. Uncle Sam, in the dying patient. He's a good father, pays his children's school fees on time. Sometimes I don't pay the fees on time. That's why I know that on time is part of it. Brother Kofi, you see, that's how you'll be in church. People will be praying. Oh, this is a nice guy. He's a very good, nice husband. I mean, he's got a nice wife and he's a decent brother in church. And Uncle Sam, Uncle Tom, Uncle John. Uncle John said, Oh, we have three. It's okay. Just leave. No, just leave her. John said, We have three. It's, right, three. it's okay. Just leave. Leave her. Leave her. It's okay. Just leave her too. And as for Uncle Tom, a charcoal gray suit, shine glittering suit. With a silky tie from where? Where do you have your ties from? 
East Street. Three for ten. What do you think? Is it not amazing? Huh? Is it not amazing? And yet people will praise us as a good person. Because I mean, of course, look at you, a wicked man. You left this one to die. And your, your, this thing was, you were lazy. You wouldn't want to swim. You wouldn't want to run. You wouldn't want to get up in the night. You were wicked. Wicked and slothful is what leads to self-preservation. Which, which leads to hiding. Which leads to curses. And say, cast him into outer darkness. Light as people, our judgment to be higher than some of these other churches. They don't hear all these things. So. Huh? It may have been better that you didn't come for the camp to hear some of these things. Maybe you shouldn't have come. <laughs> the whole camp is about others. Yes, your children and all that are nice and they are praising you in the church. But what about the girl who was drowning? Uncle Tom, what about the girl who was drowning? Huh? Uncle Sam, what about the woman who came and you didn't get up? You were rather telling your wife how you love her and how you are faithful to her. And, he was, and I remember one guy I met, he said to me, listen, I've been married for 20 whatever years. I don't believe it. I said, I have never been unfaithful to my wife. He told me, I have never. He said, I've been under a lot of pressure because his wife does not have a child. I've been, people have offered me different wives and different things. And so me, I have never been unfaithful. You see how we boast of how good we are. And God, that's why this boy, we, we, we don't understand. We think that it's an extreme statement that why should you say thou wicked and slothful servant? It doesn't seem to tally with the crime. You should have said, baby, thou lazy, thou lazy servant. Thou unproductive servant. But I said, wicked. Wicked. Wickedness and slothfulness are roots of self-preservation. That's why I'm sharing with you the roots of self-preservation. What causes us to preserve ourselves? One is inherent wickedness. Mercy. Ziggy, ziggy. We have three. Leave the other one to burn. That's what we say when we want to start a church and somebody says, don't start a church. Why should you go to South America? So we have souls in God. We have people in souls here, souls here. Leave them to burn in South America. Let them go to hell. I mean, come on. They should go to hell. I mean, why? What's, what's, what's in Ecuador? I mean, what's in Colombia? I mean, let them burn. I mean, they should go to hell. I mean, somebody should they, let them go to hell. We've got, we've got enough churches. We've got 400 churches. Let them go to hell. I mean, what's, what's the big deal? We can't save everyone. Huh? Can you save everyone? Why? How many do you want to save? Too much. Yeah? Don't, don't, don't create a culture against honest, honest work. We just want to work for God. Huh? Glory be to God. Okay? Glory be to God. You guys are doing a great job. <laughs> Tell somebody, glory be to God. You guys are doing a great job. (laughs) You're happy in Milton Keynes. You could have started another branch. And you could have started yet another branch. All of you lay lay pastors. You can have two churches each. Let's now see a new kind of pastor who has two churches. After all, have I not started more churches? Why don't you also have two churches? I said, why don't you also have two churches? One here and one here. One in the morning, one in the evening. Why not? Why not? Preach here and then go here and preach there. 
soon it will be said of lighthouse pastor hey, each pastor has two churches so these people uh, those who have one church they are not seen as major pastors now huh argentina there are two two churches yeah so we have three let, 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 let justina it's okay it's okay i mean she'll, she'll go to heaven anyway it's okay so <laughs> mercy 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 uncle tom and the drowning girl in his charcoal gray shiny suit well well ironed by his faithful wife with whom he has lived for 23 years and his nice three children ideal family he look at this you look at the business and say, no i can't do this and shortly after he said the closing prayer of the devotional app in the bank office on the 18th floor they were covering the body of the girl on the roadside which she had been washed ashore the river and they were covering the ambulance was taking her when he was saying thank you father for the blessings of the day and for your love and your kindness and your mercies God was looking down and saying, wicked man, wicked man, wicked man. May it not be said about you that you are a wicked girl. You, you were counseled. Other sheep have I who are also waiting for counseling. Others are thirsty. Others are hungry. Hallelujah. How many roots do you have? The roots of... Okay, so those are the four roots. Amen. You want one more? No, I think it's okay. Take the four. <laughs> 